What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, we'll talk about all those Twitter pros I'm always crushing and let you know why I'm doing it. Let's get into it. This is the Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. Special thanks to SportsBetMVP.ag, one of the better online sports books available today. Every sport, every game. Uh, get your money in easy and get your money out even easier. SportsBetMVP.ag. All right, so on today's show, we're going to talk about all these Twitter pros who I'm just shitting on all the time. You guys follow us on Twitter uh, at SharpAnglePod. Follow me on Twitter at Tyler Walgy. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm always ripping on these guys. And there's a good reason for it. And I'm going to explain myself today because, look, if you just read Twitter and, you know, <laughs> we never talk about this, it may seem like I'm just the most bitter person in the world towards the Twitter pros, but I promise you it is for a good reason. And let's get into that right now. It really all starts and ends with these people selling picks on Twitter being incredibly irresponsible with other people's money. That's really what it comes down to for me. It's really all a very strange idea. It's kind of crazy how this has taken off. The idea of professionals going on Twitter and selling picks. Now, once you think about what that actually means, right? When you take a step back, instead of just getting so overwhelmed in Twitter, following the picks, so on and so forth, if you think about why it's happening, maybe why it started, it's really kind of shocking and eye-opening what's going on with a lot of people who don't really know what they're doing about saying they know what they're, they're doing and taking your money trying to sell you pics on Twitter. So here we have seemingly random people throughout you know Twitter. A lot of these people are anonymous or they operate under surnames. These people are giving advice on who to bet on, all of which... All of which on Twitter. I mean, we are talking hundreds and hundreds of accounts that are claiming to be profitable. Now, let me tell you the problem with that. Handicapping sports is a full-time job. I can vouch for it. It is a 40-hour-a-week job at least. I mean, at the very least, it's 40 hours a week. It is time-consuming. Those who I've met throughout my career that are truly profitable and over the long run truly find an edge, these guys are grinding from the moment they wake up to the moment they go to bed pretty much. I mean, they're waking up, checking stats. It is a constant, constant job. This is honestly the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, being a pro better. It has taken more time. It has taken more effort than anything I have ever done. And I've met several professionals in my life. I've listened to even more. Finding a pro better is rare, very rare. Why? Because it's so difficult. I mean, beating minus 110 or whatever spread you're getting is, it's almost impossible over the long run. It is very, very difficult. And whenever I find a pro better, or at least someone who says they're a pro better, it seems like a pretty repetitive course. We're doing the same thing every time. Here's how it kind of goes. I'll get a message on Twitter saying, Hey, Tyler, I'm a fellow pro better, you know, hoping that we could work together, hoping I could get on the podcast, something like that along those lines. I then get really excited because I haven't, you know, they're, 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 it's few and far between someone who really actually does this. So I'm like, woohoo, I found someone like me, someone who I can talk to about it. And we work for a little, maybe cap a little bit, talk a little bit. And then I realize inevitably that these people are full of shit. And I go on to keep working alone. 
what I think happens, I don't think these people are necessarily trying to deceive. I don't think every person who says they're pro-better and they're not, I don't think they're bad people. I don't think they're trying to pull a fast one on you. What I think happens is these people like betting. They probably have some discretionary income, and so they start to bet a lot. And they confuse this (laughs) with being a pro-better. I mean, I bet there are probably, and this isn't guess, I bet there are maybe 150 to 200 consistently profitable professional bettors in the United States of America. And that may even be overdoing it. I mean, I know the idea of 200 people doing it seems small, but I mean, I'm in Colorado. I think about this all the time. Who, who, you know, you got to start small, go big. Is there a better handicapper than me in the city I live in? Probably not. Is there a, a better handicapper than me that lives in the county I live in? Probably not. Is there a better handicapper than me that lives in the state I live in? I'm not so sure. And I know this sounds kind of cocky, but I would be willing to, to put my handicapping. Now, we're not talking forced bets on NFL and all kinds of things, but if I were comfortable betting the things I normally bet in the markets I bet, I would put my handicapping up against anybody else in the state, right? So you start doing it that way, and it doesn't seem so outlandish that there might only be 150 to 200 people, again, not doing this in America. I'm sure there's thousands who are doing this. I'm talking about those who are consistently profitable, consistently winning money, consistently counting on income coming from sports betting. And again, that may be overdoing it because again, it's hard to win. It's hard to beat the VIG consistently. It's one of the hardest things you can do. And if you hear me, a pro better saying this, that's what you want to hear. The truth. People talking about how difficult it is. You don't want to see these Twitter pros who The majority of them are claiming easy money picks. We're the bookie killers. We got the easy money play of the day. Like these are hacks. That's a very hacky thing to do. They're just lying to your face. They're trying to dress up something that's really impossible. And I've been in this industry long enough to know there's no such thing as an easy bet. There's no such thing as a guaranteed winner. Yet you follow these these Twitters and these guys act like they're printing money. It is crazy. And again... If I'm projecting, which may be overdoing it, 150 to 200 real profitable professionals in the United States, and then you get on Twitter <laughs> and you see hundreds of people selling picks claiming to be profitable, it, it, when you really know how things work, it's funny. It makes you chuckle until you realize there's people spending hundreds of dollars in their own money to get these picks. Now, let's talk about that money you spend to buy picks from these fake Twitter pros. Again, we just talked about beating the spread, beating the line, beating the VIG, how incredibly hard that is to do. It's a very fragile game. Let me, let me, let me, let me tell you how fragile sports betting is. If the average normal bet for basketball, football, whatever, minus 110, it's typically, right? You pay 11 to win 10, you pay 110 to win 100, so on and so forth. If that average line move to minus 120, the margins of, of, of success are so thin in this industry, I don't know if I could do it anymore. And, and almost every pro I know echoes that sentiment. Every true professional who knows what they're doing says, yeah, if the lines move from minus 110 to minus 120, I mean, that's closing a huge window on what we do. So that's how thin the margin of error is in this. That's how little we have to work with and, and maneuver within the edge that we're operating in. So if you're already, you know, 
a 55% better, which is massively profitable. And you're, 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 you're getting, well, massively profitable in the long run, but month by month, you're, you're finding a small edge and you're winning. You're finding that little edge and that's how you're getting your money. If you're paying somebody $100, $500 a month for their picks, you now have to make that money back up in profits before you can even have any profit yourself. So if you spend 500 bucks a month on picks, you have to win $500 that month just to break even from buying the picks. So once you start doing the math, it's like, golly, these guys must be going 75% for what they're charging. Now, let's talk about why people sell picks. And to do that, let's play a little game, all right? Everyone out there, close your eyes unless you're driving. And imagine that you are a 55, 56% sports better, right? You can pick game, let's say 57%. Man, you have a license to print money. And you j- you're on a roll. Everything you pick seems to be winning. You start from scratch and you just grind every day. Then eventually you start making money. You maybe buy a new house. You change tax, bra- tax brackets. <laughs> you see your success and your hard work play out, right? Your success then continues to, 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 to drive you harder. You want to work and grind more and put more into picking these games because you see what hard work does if it pays off this little edge you can get against the books, now, at what point do you say, hey, that's all going well. Let me give these picks to everybody on Twitter. Why don't I start a Twitter account and spend a couple hours every day touting my picks? You see how ridiculous that sounds? Folks, not one winning better would voluntarily spend even an hour on Twitter trying, and some desperately trying, to sell their picks. Picking games correctly and selling picks are two completely different things. How does the old adage go? Those who uh, those who can't do teach or something like that. I mean, that's pretty much what's going on here. If you can't really pick, you're going to want to get everyone else's money to guarantee you have some income, and then you can do what you find fun. I like picking games. Maybe I'm not that profitable, but hey, if I sell my picks on Twitter, now I can make money doing that, and I'm at least guaranteed some money every month. That's really what's happening. If you can handicap, you bet games. If you can't handicap, you sell picks. And honestly, some of these guys are fucking desperate. Offering 50% off the month, 75% off the season. I saw that one this morning. I'm going, these guys are, are, are starving artists. These guys aren't winning betters. If you're a winning sports better, you wouldn't spend eight hours a day trying desperately to sell your picks on Twitter. You'd keep handicapping and doing what's making you money. And again, I've met a lot of pro betters, and I promise you folks, it is impossible to go 60% in the long run. We are talking pretty much impossible. Some of these guys on Twitter are claiming, you know, 75%. And again, it gets back to it gets back to the original point that I had. My main issue with all of this, it's just wildly irresponsible. Because what happens is people get on Twitter who don't know about handicapping and don't know about betting sports. And they'll come across inevitably one of these... Uh, 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 touts on Twitter selling picks and they'll think oh wow these guys know what they're doing they're going 75% I'm going to buy in I'm going to get their picks all they're doing is getting money from suckers who eventually like this isn't going to exist in five years what's going to happen is these guys will get exposed and they're going to go away or there's going to be some kind of regulation that comes in and just you know completely exposes these guys for the hacks they are and actually, I think that's kind of a good tease. We're going to start doing some YouTube videos on the show for the company I work for. One of the first ones we're doing 
we're going to do an in-depth examination on these pick sellers. We're going to go undercover and see how good these pick touts really are. It's going to be a fascinating YouTube, and I've got a little hunch that no one's going to be as good as they say they are. It's all an act. It's all a lie. And again, it's completely irresponsible. I don't get worked up because they're, they're selling picks. I get pick, get worked up because it's a scam that's happening right in front of our eyes and no one's doing anything about it. And if you know even a little bit about sports betting, you would never, ever buy a package from one of these guys. All right, that does it for today's show. Good luck on your picks today, everyone. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle. This is The Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player.